from the Mercy One Studio. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, Thought of the Week. Thank you for tuning in uh, this morning. We're going to talk a little bit about, okay, how do I help change society around me? Well, how about, how do I help <laughs> maybe the person working next to me or next door and, or maybe a, a young person who's just kind of confused or whatever? What, do I, what can I do? What, what words can I say? And actually, uh, words are secondary. Uh, uh, St. Vincent de Paul had a great statement uh, that uh, actually Mother Teresa used at a graduation that I heard her give probably 30 years ago in Walsh College in uh, Canton, Ohio, and uh, also from Catholic University, Father Peters, uh, used the same statement, Vincent de Paul. You ready? Here it goes. If God is at the center of your life, no words are necessary. Your mere presence will touch hearts. And hasn't that been true in your life and in my life? How many times have you and I met, encountered a very, we could tell, a person very close to God, uh, maybe a relative, maybe a retired person, maybe a young person, who knows. But And uh, remember that experience. You just felt closer. To, in fact, you felt like, I'd like to have that. I want that. Yeah. Uh, put God at the center of your life. Forget words. Uh, your presence, as uh, Vince Paul said, your mere presence will touch hearts. Well, okay, now I got to go to work here. <laughs> I got a ways to go, don't we all? But anyway, let's not worry about God. God's way ahead of us. You know, He's already got things planned out. People we're going to meet. People we're going to see next week, next year. He's got that all figured out. Uh, so how do I put God in the center of life? Boy, let's go to the scriptures. Let's go to Matthew chapter 19. Remember the story of the rich young man? The rich young man, uh, and I'll read that to you. It says, someone approached him, the rich young man, and said, Teacher, what good do I have to do to gain eternal life? And Jesus answered, Why do you ask me what is good? There's only one who is good if you wish to enter into life keep the commandments. He asked, well, which ones, Jesus? Jesus said, well, here you go. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not lie, bear false witness. You honor your father and your mother. Love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, I have all these I have observed. What do I still lack? And Jesus said to him, well, if you wish to be perfect, my friend, then here's what you've got to do. If you wish to be perfect, my friend, then, get this, I love this, sell what you have, give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and then come and follow me. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> of course, you know, when when the young man heard this, he was greatly upset, disturbed, and uh, and he said, uh, he said, Lord, I, I, 
I don't know. Go sell what you have. Give it to the poor. Come and give treasure. Come and follow me. In other words, Jesus asked him to, to take the next step. What is the next step? Wow. So it shows, says, and when the young man heard this statement, he went away sad because he had many possessions. And then, of course, uh, Jesus said to his disciples, I'm telling you, it will be hard for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I say to you, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. And and the disciples then said to Jesus, they, they, they said to Jesus, they said, uh, well, Lord, uh, then who can be saved? That's a tough statement. And Jesus looked at them and said, for human beings, this is impossible. For God, all things are possible. Wow. For God, all things are possible. Well, now, what does he mean by rich? Well, we're plenty, I'm, I'm rich. I mean, compared to about 99% of the people in this world, I got more than they would ever want. Uh, so what do we do? How, how, do how, does, how does that work out? Well, as Jesus said, uh, uh, it's impossible for God. All what, what's possible for God? Not to be attached to those riches. Not to look upon those riches as uh, as uh, my whole life, my whole goal in life. So that's the first thing. How do I have God at the center? Well, again, Mother Teresa and uh, uh, Father Peters quoting Vincent Paul. If God is at the center of your life, no words are necessary. Your mere presence will touch their hearts. That's going to happen to you. It will. Your mere presence is going to touch people's hearts. What do you have to do? Put everything in second place next to God. I don't care how rich or poor you are. Use it. Use your riches or whatever you got to help others, to help your family. That's okay. Don't be attached to them. They're not, that's not who you are. You're not what you have. So don't be attached to them. Uh, simply put God at the center. And then and then take the next step. You say, well, I can't do it. I know you can't. I can't either. With And let me quote Jesus. With human beings, this is impossible. For God, all things are possible. All things are possible. Yeah. And so... By the way, St. Uh, Thomas Aquinas had a great statement. He said, when you pray, the things come to you in prayer, share it with other people. That's okay. He said, uh, share your prayer, your thoughts from heaven that you're getting, if, if it's appropriate, you feel so moved, share that with people. Okay, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about this, how to get into a more spiritual life, putting God at the center. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Thought of the Week, be right back. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Greg Harper. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com. 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, CTI Ready Mix, for your support of Dowling Catholic Boys Baseball Broadcast. CTI Ready Mix has been serving Central Iowa since 2004 and has become a leader in Ready Mix concrete production. With 50 mixer trucks and locations in Johnston, Grimes, Elkhart, West Des Moines, and Carlisle, they are capable of supplying even the largest projects in Central and North Iowa. CTI Ready Mix, 1001 Southeast 37th Street, Grimes, 515-276-9567. Online at cti-ia.net. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial, provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. So we're talking about how to put God at the very center of our life. And remember, if we're trying to change the world around us, people around us, help people around us, and remember what, what uh, Mother Teresa said, if God is at the center of your life, your words are not necessary. Your mere presence will touch hearts. There you go. And then I said, well, okay, how does that work out? Well, number one, uh, put God first. Well, yeah, what about my car, my, my uh, retirement? What about my insurance or what about whatever? That's good. I mean, those things we need, no problem. But that's not first. That's not your life. Come on. No. Put God in first place. That's what, that's what we do. Pray, believe, read the scriptures. Uh, let the Holy Spirit touch your mind, uh, which will give you faith. Oh, yes. What is faith is truth. It's true. Everything Jesus said is true. So, yeah, live the truth, which is faith, and then hope. What is hope? Because I know what is so true, God loves me. God is my Father. He loves me. He is closer to me than I am to myself. Yes, and therefore I trust him. I trust God. I will walk the path of Jesus. Yeah, faith, hope, and then love, charity. There you go. Yeah, now now I've got to live it, right? Okay, well, what is that? What is that charity? Well, St. Paul is pretty clear about that in chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians. (laughs) Are you ready? Uh, he says, uh, he says, if I speak in human and angelic tongues, but I don't have love. No, I talk to people. I don't have any love. He says, I'm a clashing symbol. Nobody's going to believe me. If I have the gift of prophecy, ooh, I comprehend all mysteries. I have all kinds of knowledge. And even if I have all faith to move mountains, but I don't have love, I am nothing. And if I give away everything I own, and if I hand my body over to be, uh, to be burned, but I have nothing, I have not love, I am nothing. There you go. Well, what is love? Okay, Paul, what's love? Here he goes, verse 4, chapter 13, verse 4. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love is not pompous. It's not inflated. It's not rude. It does not seek its own interests. 
it's not quick-tempered, it does not brood over injuries, and it does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, it believes all things, it hopes all things, it endures all things. Love never fails. If there are prophecies, they will be brought to nothing. If tongues, they will cease. If knowledge, it will be brought to nothing. For we know only partially, and we prophesy only partially. But when the perfect comes, the partial is going to pass away. When I was a child, I used to talk as a child. I used to think as a child. I used to reason as a child. But when I became a man, I, I put aside childish things. At this present time in our life, we we see things indistinctly, as though in a mirror. But then in heaven, we're going to see face to face. At present, I, I know only partially. Then I will know fully, even as I am fully known. So, faith, hope, and love, they remain. These three. The greatest of these three is love. Wow. And that's why we have the Eucharist. What is the Eucharist? It's the sacrament of love. When I receive Jesus in the Holy Sacrament of the Eucharist, when I go to communion, receiving the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the risen Christ, what's going on? He's coming into me, (laughs) hopefully into my heart. And what's he doing? Giving me his own Holy Spirit, who is pure love. And so I want to make room for that, that love, the love of God. And then, and how do I know that's happening? Because it's a little easier to love my neighbor. It's a little easier to be patient and kind. So, yeah, that's that's it. Now, uh, let's talk about that for a second. How do I love? All right, okay. This is how we're growing, and how we are able to, at as Saint Mother Teresa said. If God's at the center, don't worry about words. Just being there is going to touch people. Okay, here are three things. You ready? St. Francis de Sales, these things about love. How to act with love. He said, number one, when you act with love, act frequently and consistently. So it doesn't work if you tell your wife once a year, um, I love you. Yeah, I told her, no, 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 frequently. You got to say it every day, maybe many times. I don't know. You love your husband, kids. So love frequently and consistently. I want to help that lady next door every day, every week. I'm I'm consistent. Number two, uh, love carefully and love well. Don't just okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna make her some cookies. These old cookies I got. No, make her some good ones, new ones, fresh ones. Love well, and then uh, Saint Francis says, love joyfully spontaneously. Let it just be part of you and let that joy come out that comes from the Holy Spirit living in your heart. So how do I act with love? As uh, uh, as St. Francis of Sales says, well, I love frequently, consistently, as best I can. Of course, we're all kind of weak, I know. Carefully, I love well. What I do, I do it well. And then I do it hopefully spontaneously. It's just part of me. I, it becomes more and more part of me joyfully. And that's how I love. So that is, we, we do that, folks. And then we're doing what Mother Teresa said. God is at the center. More and more, God is at the center. Words, yeah, sure, they help. They're not that necessary. Just being there, your presence will touch hearts, is what she said. And, of course, that's what of course, that's what St. Vincent de Paul said. She probably got it from him. 
So we'll work on it, love. And then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about spiritual growth, uh, what we need, some of the things we need for spiritual growth to get this love going in high gear. <laughs> and so we'll we'll be back in just a second to talk about that. And we're going to actually uh, see what St. Paul says from Galatians chapter 5, and we'll move on from there. So, yeah, that's it, folks. We're going to change the world. Well, God's going to change the world through us if we let him, if we let him into the heart. He'll change it. Don't worry about it. It'll happen. Be right back. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO, and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner. And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders. You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Managing finances can be difficult, to the point where our lives are no longer peaceful. Through a grant from the Iowa Division of Insurance, Financial Literacy is an unbiased financial education program that is engaging, empowering, motivating, and available for free. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Iowa ENT Center, expert ear, nose, and throat care for adults and children. Find out how you can support Iowa Catholic Radio at iowacatholicradio.com or 515-223-1150. Okay, we are talking about how to witness to other people. And again, I'm going to repeat this. Uh, if God is at the center of your life, no words are necessary. Your mere presence will touch hearts. Gosh, all right. The, the Spirit, well, that's, that's called uh, the, the Spirit. Well, here are the fruits of that. I'm going to read this. this. These are the fruits of the Spirit. In other words, you, you know a tree by its fruit. You know, if uh, you know it's a banana tree because it makes with the bananas. It's an orange tree because it makes with oranges. So that's how you kind of tell what a tree is by its fruit. What are the fruits? What kind of a tree am I? Or are there people? Oh, here you go. Uh, St. Paul says this, Galatians chapter 5, I just love it. Uh, these these are bad fruits. How you know it's a bad tree? It gives some bad fruit, rotten fruit. Here it is. Here are the works of the flesh immorality, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, hatreds, hatreds, rivalry, jealousy, outbursts of fury, acts of selfishness, dissensions, factions, and there are occasions of envy, drinking bouts, orgies, and the like. 
St. Paul says, I warn you, I'm warning you before, those who do these things will never inherit the kingdom of God. Wow. In contrast, what is the fruit of the Spirit? How do you know the tree is, is God's tree, the fruit of the Spirit? What are the fruits of the Spirit? You ready? Uh, verse 22 of Galatians 5. In contrast, the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ have crucified their flesh with its passions and desires. We live in the Spirit. Let us follow the fruits of the Spirit. Let us not be conceited or provoking one another. Let us not be envious of one another. Oh, no, let's not, let's not go that route. Oh, no, uh-uh. No, let us live by the fruits of the Spirit. So, there you go. That's, that's how you kind of know. Look at the fruit. <laughs> you know what kind of a tree it is. Okay. Now, how about spiritual growth? I'm going to talk about spiritual growth. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to make three points here. Uh, the first one is that uh, we should have some kind of a spiritual director, maybe somebody I go to confession to. That's all right. We need a guide. We need other people, uh, maybe even a group, a little spiritual direction group might work out well. Um, uh, St. Francis de Sales one time wrote down, he said, the person who is their own guide has a fool as a client. So, uh-uh, no. I can get all messed up in my head. I can get, I can be influenced maybe by some thought that the devil kind of throws there. Uh, no. So we need a, a, a spiritual guide or guides. Very important. Very, very important. Very important. Number two. That's number one. Number two. Stay in the boat. You know, we are on the boat of the church. We are on the boat of Christ is, the, is at the helm. A lot of storms, a lot of big waves, but no, I'm staying there. Well, how do I get out of the boat? Well, go into secularism. This world, all it's got, all it's the wonders, except they always disappoint us. We never have enough. Secularism, secularism. No, mm -mm. no. Have your mind fixed in faith in what God is doing in the words of Jesus Christ. That's it. Don't go into secularism. And what is the third thing? I put the third thing is the Eucharist. The Eucharist, which is Jesus. Why? Because the Eucharist, first of all, the Mass is a covenant. This is my blood of the new and the everlasting covenant, which means it's a vow. A covenant is a vow. When people get married, they make a marriage vow, covenant. So when I go to Mass, I'm making a covenant. And he's making a covenant with me. Yeah, he's saying, hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. This, covenants are always a two-way street. So not, at Mass, I'm covenanting with God, making my vow to God, the Father with Jesus. But he's also making a vow to me. I like that. And secondly, at the Mass, we are with Jesus who is surrendering himself to the cross. Somehow or other, the cross is time-warped to today at the Mass. How God does it, we don't know. We don't know a lot about how God does things in this universe. But somehow or other, the, the Mass, the, the Calvary is time-warped to us. So we are there. And what, am I, what did Jesus do on the cross? He self-surrendered. I self-surrender, abandonment to the Father's hands. So I do that abandonment. I, 
I self-surrender. That's number two. So number one, I, the covenant. Number two, self-surrender at Mass. Number three, at Mass, open to his love. Yeah, because every time I receive the Eucharist, what's happening? I'm receiving the Holy Spirit. That's what St. Augustine says. Whenever you receive the Eucharist, you're receiving the Holy Spirit. In my heart, what's the Holy Spirit doing? Love. The Holy Spirit is a love between the Father and the Son. And so what I want to do then is, is I want to live my life consenting to every inspiration coming from the Holy Spirit. It's, it would be peaceful. It would be right. It would be just. It would be humble. If I feel that, that's an inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And go with it. I mean, now I've got a free choice. Am I going to go with it or just ignore it? No, no, no. Your very best. That's why it's good to stop occasionally during the day. What inspirations have I had from the Holy Spirit? Thank you, Lord, for the ones I've said yes to, the ones I said no to. Forgive me. I'll try to do better. So that's that's the way we can grow. Remember that. We need a guide, number one. Remember, you're not your own guide. St. Francis Sales said, the one who has is, is his own guide has a fool as a client. Number two, stay in the boat. Don't go into secularism. Don't go that way. You'll be very disappointed. It's a blind alley. And number three, the Holy Eucharist. The ultimate source is Jesus. And the covenant with Jesus at the Mass, self-surrendering on the cross with Jesus, and open to the Holy Spirit that I'm receiving in the Eucharist. So let's keep growing. Yep, because remember, God is at the, if he's at the center of your life, words are not necessary. Just your presence is going to touch other people. Monsignor Frank Vignano, Iowa Catholic Radio. Join Iowa Catholic Radio every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. for Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Pugnano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.